Here comes the Clifford Nikorski Show. Get your eyes and ears ready to go. Welcome to the Clifford Nikorski Show. We're gonna have a damn good time. Welcome to the Clifford Nikorski Show. Welcome to the hell of a time. Welcome to the Clifford Nikorski Show. We're gonna have one a hell of a time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Clifford Nikorski Show. I hope you subscribe. You should. You know, what if you get bored of the the other people that you're subscribed to? And you're going, I don't know if I can listen to them go on and on about things that they talk about every week. It's just the same kind of thing over and over again. They all have the same guest, you know. Somebody, they, 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 there's like one person, and they're on everybody's podcast that week. How many different ways can you hear the guy say the same thing? You know. Uh, um, here, but here on on the Clifford Nikorski show, I try to keep it fresh. Uh, this one uh, today is in regards to a caller viewer named Gilbert Sandberg. And Gilbert has a very interesting issue. And it's kind of relating to Robot Joe. And if you don't know Robot Joe, Robot Joe's a caller who's kind of having an identity crisis because Robot Joe feels like he's a human that's trapped in a robot's body. And Robot Joe goes through a lot of turmoil with this and wrestles with the concept of what am I? You know, what's happening here? Um, So this is another caller. And um, again, let's give it up and give our attention to to uh, Gilbert Sandberg and see what he has to say. Hey Clifford, it's uh, Gilbert Sandberg again. You haven't listened to your podcast and uh, Robot Joe got me thinking. I think I might be the opposite of Robot Joe. I think I might be a robot trapped in a man's body. I mean, I've been diagnosed with all these uh, personality disorders like psychopathy, uh, antisocial personality, I like empathy, but I don't think I'm sick. I actually think I'm a robot born in a man's body. That's the problem, and no one seems to understand that. My question to you then, Clifford, is how do I convince the world that I am a robot and not a man. Thank you, Clifford. Merry Christmas. Hmm. All right, Gilbert. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, Gilbert. Um, I kind of 
took a few minutes to write out a reply. Um, let me read it to you and t tell you what I think, you know, because empathy is a very interesting thing. It's kind of something only humans experience. And, um, well, let's get into it. It seems as if true human emotion... It seems as if true human emotion is buried somewhere beneath layers of obligatory human emotion that we feel we must display in an effort to maintain the widespread illusion of empathy. We would most likely have to go as far back as primitive man to find an example of true empathy. There was fewer human, human, human no long-term agendas, human, 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 no overwhelming push to integrate the masses from birth, to feel one way or another. The knowledge of knowing they had to find sustenance for themselves, and the ones that were too young to feed themselves, was enough to do the right thing. There really isn't any reason we need to we need, ponder we need, we the need, calamity need, of a situation in order to observe a situation where assistance is required and act on it. In modern society, we have been programmed to spend more time feeling bad for others than problem-solving. Empathy is celebrated in our society. We feel a constant urge to imagine ourselves in other people's dire circumstances. We have characters from stories, books, and film that go back for thousands of years, all giving us examples of how we should emote in any given situation. The times we are currently living in are dense with turmoil. The population is large. How does one go about choosing when and when not to be empathetic? We are being crushed by the weight of anxiety and each of us requiring the comfort and empathy of others. Many requiring that their pets take on the burden. Some say that dogs and cats provide even more comfort than a human is capable of. Dogs, cats, and every creature in the animal kingdom do not have the ability to feel or express empathy. Perhaps a revolution of rationality is in order. Revolution of rationality is in order. So, with that, with that, um, Gilbert, all I can say is, is it, is it human, you know, is that the human experience you want? Do you want the modern day human experience that's been tampered with? Because the modern day human experience is very much like being programmed like a robot and the way that you're describing that you're feeling 
almost seems like a traditional primitive man, um, more honest and um, untampered uh, version of existence. You know, because people feel that they must. They're kind of reacting to these, you know, you're watching these TV shows and it's just very celebrated to watch, to watch um, um, somebody that's in pain and suffering. And then you sit there and just go, oh, oh man, that's upsetting. Uh, maybe I should, you know, and you start worrying about yourself. You think about your grandpa who is sick or think about someone else you know who's sick. And you go through this whole range of like, oh man, these negative feelings. And um, when you're experiencing empathy like that on a constant basis, because there's the population so large now that you can't even drive down the street without feeling bad for people, you know? We're just constantly feeling feeling bad for people and having empathy like, ah, oh, that guy's in a wheelchair. Oh man, that person, uh, you know, has it pretty rough they're sitting over on the side of the road and um man that's that's got to be hard and you're going through this whole thought process instead of um i know people like to think of, of it as robotic behavior or uh you know you're lacking something um but wouldn't the best thing for that person be if you didn't bog your mind down with negativity and become overwhelmed and then just a lot of times people take on so much empathy that they don't do anything they they just go well, what am i gonna do am i gonna stop and pull over I, i'm gonna have no money in my wallet if i give money to everybody that needs money, then I have no money. You know, it becomes a question of, um, you know, oh, we, what about all these people that need to come to America? And I, I think that people should be allowed to come to America, but uh, with, on t with, you know, that in mind, it's like hop in, you know, the uh, overload might cause the whole thing to go down. It's like having a, um, it's like having a, you know, rescue boat and you're pulling up to this huge cruise, but you can only fit, you know, 200 people on this boat safely. Any more than that, the boat can topple over and everybody dies. So, um, at some point, we have to decide, this is how much I can do. So, let's skip the whole thing, because a lot of that is patting yourself on the back, uh, and, and it gets celebrated. You'll see people more and more going, I'm an empath. 
Yes, I'm an empath. I'm truly an empath. Well, if everybody's an empath, who's, who's just regular? Who's handling business? You can't have a world of people that feel bad for other people because then they themselves need to be rescued. And um, as I mentioned, you know, does that burden fall upon the pets? You know, because these, these pets, they, they don't have empathy. They, they're not capable of experiencing that. But somehow, they're com you'll hear people say, they're giving me more comfort than a person. And why is that? It's because the dog doesn't feel bad for you. It's just there. Reacting to nature, going, I need to be fed. You're the person that feeds me. I'm going to protect you. If you leave, I'm going to be worried. Not because I'll miss you and miss your charming personality, full of empathy for everyone else in the world, but because you may die out there or you may never come back as far as I know. And then who's going to feed me and who's going to who's gonna t uh, give me all the things I require to live? It's dependent upon you. So it gets all excited when you come through the door. But as a human, you're sitting there going, oh, wow, this dog is so excited that I came home today because he misses me. My dog misses me. Does your dog miss you or is your dog just relieved you know, like the worry is gone of, hey, I'm never eating again. I'm never going to have the things I need. And when you are home and the dog's sitting there, head on your lap, he's going, let's just make sure nothing goes wrong with this, this human. Let me sit right here. This is the source to everything I need. So it's resting on you, sleeping on you. It's not going, this guy could really use a hug. You know, that's not the nature of the beast, you know. So you're saying, people say that that's where they're getting most of their comfort. Well, what's wrong, um, Gilbert, with how you're behaving? Because, um... Anti-social behavior or being violent towards people unnecessarily, now that would be something to worry about. But if you're simply just kind of blank inside and you wander through the world and you see somebody that's hungry and you go, oh, I don't have any way of helping you. And then you move on. Or if somebody's going on and on about some problem in, in their life and you're just like blank sitting there like, can you eat? Can you drink? Fluids? Um, what's the problem? I just don't see how, because you have a problem, other people should then emote and feel bad. You know, I do think that it's time that we step aside um, and, and make some room for a revolution of rationality. You know, let's get rational. 
let's be robotic, if you will, about, about some things. It wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt at all. You know, if you told somebody a pro that you have a problem, like, hey, this is my deal. I um, haven't eaten lunch and I'm starving, and they just stared back at you, reached in their pocket, gave you $5, and said, why don't you grab yourself some food? Would that be, you know, would you be offended by that? Or would you be thankful? Oh, thank you for acknowledging this situation for what it truly is. I don't need someone to feel to do the right thing. I, a lot of the problems that we face are brought upon ourselves. And if someone says they lose their job, what would a rational person do? What job did you lose? Oh, they fired me from Walmart. So what? I need this job at Walmart. You hate that job. You don't want to be there. Who cares? But I need it because I'm trying to pay my rent. You're going to have to find another way to pay your rent. There's no... There's no reason to feel and go, oh no, no, not your job. Because maybe you shouldn't have been in the situation to begin with. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I hope any of this was helpful to you, Gilbert. You know, I don't, I don't, um, I don't have all the answers, but I do want to say. I think that you're perfectly fine. I think that you um, have no obligation to go around and taking on people's burdens and trying to identify with people. You know, I know we see it in commercials and we get manipulated a lot by the media uh, by pulling at our heartstrings and making us feel the commercials these days are getting more and more emotional, you know? Stand up and be brave today. Stand up for your rights. Um, come to Target, you know? Celebrate diversity. And someone's just like, come on and come in here. Come and celebrate diversity. I'm not trying to celebrate at Target diversity. I'm not trying to do that. Can a guy with no legs find a, you know, I don't see them selling pants with either the left or right leg removed. You know what I mean? They should sell pants for people with only one leg. Or pants for people with no legs that are sewn at the, you know, knee at, uh, on um, each side of the leg. And then one that's left and one that's right. They should have things that um, accommodate everybody. Would it kill you to do, like, maybe some, um, a small person, like a midget, 
mannequin. You've got all these other mannequins. You can't have a man. It would be really easy. You take the kid's body, you put the adult head on it. There you go. You just pleased a portion of society. So, if you don't want to go all the way with it, how do you really pick and choose who to have compassion for in this world and whose diversity you want to celebrate? I don't know. But I'm going to leave you guys with that. Have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful night. Have a beautiful everything. Um, maybe I should practice what I preach. Do with, do with anything, do with life what you will. Be miserable. Be happy. I don't fucking care. Bye. And that's how it's done, baby. Here on the Clifford Pikorski Show. Enjoy whatever time period you're about to experience next.